Here's to the paper pushers, the rush hour warriors, and the gotta get awayers. Trade the daily grind for a place to unwind, where you can rise with the tide and roll down the boardwalk, where you can eat french fries for lunch and ice cream for dinner, where your only commute is your walk to the beach, where every day feels like Saturday. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Hi, Mighty Mommy here, and I'm ready to share some quick and dirty parenting tips with you that will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. I'm your host, Cheryl Butler. Remember when your child chatted nonstop about everything from the monster she thought was living under her bed to the endless questions about how things worked and why she couldn't eat candy for dinner or wear her PJs to school? Even when she hated the fact that you had to help her brush her teeth every night, she still couldn't wait to get home from school and chirp away about her day. Fast forward just a few years, though, and you're feeling lucky if the former chatterbox lets you know when she got an A-plus on her exam. While this isn't the case for all kids, there are many parents who are feeling shut out of their tween or teen's life. Mighty Mommy has experienced this with many of her eight kids. Today, she has seven ways to jumpstart the conversation so you can still stay connected even if those chatty Kathy days are in the past. Tip number one, welcome them home first, ask questions later. When I've been away from my family for a good portion of the day, Even before I can turn my car engine off, I am greeted by a crush of little bodies running out to see me. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love the fact that my kids have missed me. But when the questions come at me like a machine gun, Mom, where'd you go? Mom, did you get me anything? Hey, Mom, what's for dinner? My instincts tell me to shut myself down so that I can save myself from the grilling. Kids are no different. It can be intimidating for them to be bombarded with questions the minute they walk into the house. So it pays to simply greet them and be casual with your conversation and wait before probing into their day. Tip number two, ask what before why. Questions that begin with why often make kids feel defensive. Why did you choose Kate to be your science partner? Won't work nearly as well as what qualities does Kate have that you thought would be a good match with you for this science project? It's a slight semantic difference, but somehow it makes the question less intimidating and the response less defensive. Tip number three, talk about your day first. When I see my kids after work and sense that no one really wants to share much, I take the lead and instead chat about what I did at work that day, opening the lines of communication for my kids to chime in about their experiences. So if anything exciting happened at my office, like the baby possum who snuck into our building and fell asleep in the corner of the restroom, I can talk about what we had to do to get the little guy out safely over our office. When I talk with enthusiasm, it draws them out 
And when I'm done, chances are one of my kids will open up about something that happened in the cafeteria or at recess. It doesn't work every time, but I've had a lot of success with this method, and it actually acts as a stress reliever for me because sometimes I share things that aren't always pleasant and my kids see that side of my life as well. Tip number four, don't be too touchy-feely. Imagine your teenage son comes to you and says, Hey mom, I'm starting to have some feelings about girls. Can we chat? Keep imagining because that's not going to happen. It can be scary or embarrassing for him to bring up such a personal touchy topic. And a lot of topics are touchy to kids at this age. So instead of probing, try some tactful questions instead. Open with something nonspecific. It seems like you're upset. Do you want to have me guess what's bothering you? Then ask your child to tell you if you're close or completely off track with your guesses. This puts the child in control of where the conversation is going. You could also ask if he wants to write a note for you to read, either right away or after he's in bed. I do this a lot with my boys, and it it seems to really work. This offers a bit more privacy, so if he doesn't want to talk to you, writing about it opens the doors of communication in another venue. Tip number five, let the backpack do the talking. There is a small window of opportunity when parents can rifle through their children's backpacks in order to discover clues about what is happening at school. Anywhere between pre-K and sixth grade is usually a safe bet. Better yet, go through the backpack together and you might really hit the jackpot. As with any new habit, you have to be consistent and make a regular time to do this every night so that your child will come to expect it and accept that you are interested in the goings-on at school. Look at homework assignments graded tests, newsletters, weekly planners, basically anything that gives you a glimpse into your child's school life. But don't stop there. Ask specific questions about what you're finding. Hey, I see you're doing better in science. What do you like about your teacher this year? Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Tip number six, gather round the table. Study after study shows the benefits of gathering together for a family meal on a regular basis. Not only does this give you the time to reconnect after a busy day, It's truly an opportunity for some good old-fashioned conversation. If your family is always on the go and not used to breaking bread together, try to ease into the new habit by working in just one or two meals as a family. Make the focus on togetherness, not on serving a five-star gourmet dinner. 
Your kids may grumble about it at first, but more often than not, deep down, they'll come home to enjoy this time because it gives them a chance to be heard. Tip number seven, be available. Parents who have close relationships with their teens often attribute this closeness to their willingness to be available if their teen signals a desire to talk. Even if it's late at night and she tells you the boy she's had a crush on for the past year has just asked out her best friend. This can be difficult if you work long hours and get home late or if your teen has a busy schedule like so many do with sports and activities that don't allow for regular time together at meals or before bed. But you know what? Teens who feel that other things are more important to their parents often look elsewhere when they're emotionally needy. So make every effort to stay connected no matter how little time you have each day together. Here are 15 questions to ask your child about school if you're looking for some open-ended ways to get conversations started. And years ago, I came across this and I've modified it, which works for most age groups. Number one, you could ask, what was your favorite part about school today? Two, what happened at school today that you would have liked to have gone differently? Three, was your whole class there today? Follow up with a question about maybe new kids that have been in the school or if your class worked together on projects. Number four, what was the test you were studying for? Was it as hard or easy as you thought it would be? Number five, who did you hang out with at recess today? And six, who sat with you at lunch today? Seven, tell me one new thing you learned at school this week, and I'll tell you one new thing I learned at work. Number eight, who or what made you laugh today? Nine, if your child has a behavior plan, these questions can be tailored for your child's goals, so you could ask, How much longer until you get to choose from the prize box? Or what did your chart look like today? Number 10, did anyone get on the teacher's nerves today? How about on your nerves? 11, what's your favorite thing about your teacher? 12, what project are you working on in some of your specials like art, music? Number 13, what skills are you working on in physical education? 14, what book did you read this week? Tell me a little bit about the characters. And then a random one, like number 15, could be, what are you learning about in world history? How do you get your child to open up and talk? Share your thoughts in the comments section at quickandjourneytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or I'd love to get your emails at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com and visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. Have a great week, everyone, and happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain, or that you won't get a sunburn, or that your family won't endearingly call you Lobster Mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos Lobster Mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.